thank you that you're taking over the service. We're already taking over this service. I thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your power. We thank you that the enemy is already silenced, and we have given him no room, Lord God, to whisper in our ears as we prepare our hearts and mind to go deeper in your wisdom and understanding of who we are in you in Christ Jesus. So I thank you that the hearts are already ready to receive the incorruptible word of God that's able to change their very purpose and destiny, Father, in an instant. So we glorify you, we thank you, and we welcome you. Teach, Holy Spirit, like only you can. Amen. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> Glory to God. Wow, so as I was saying, the intercessors, Pastor, as I was hearing them intercede. Amen. Not only did I grow strength, but I, I saw how the enemy camp, the enemy's camp was being destroyed. And I saw how we were building up the body of Christ. I saw how we were going getting our brother man that somewhat was uh, behind or exhausted or tired just because of the fight of life and, and their prayer strengthened the brother. And so I thank you, intercessors. Amen. Prayer is the most prevailing weapon that we have. I'm trying to tell you. The most My prevailing God. weapon. Hey. <laughs> but it's the most ignored and seemed to be most insignificant mm. word Isn't in our something? Christian language is prayer. Pastor, it's a second so thought. greatly needed. That's right. Uh, I just, you know, you by experience, you see the word of God manifesting. This is why you need to actually go in the journey, be a part of the journey. We resist go the ahead. journey. Go ahead. We resist the growth. We resist things happening in our life, but we, we have to go through the journey and then find out why we're going through it and what's happening, what, what we should be learning, how we should be growing. And if any of you have not realized by now the title of this text, Breathe again. If you have not experienced the choking, the calling of the enemy mm. in your spiritual life, you couldn't have been here. Mm. And because you. you hear the preached word, God knows this. This is why he give this preached word. Is that you're going to experience it. So what happens is that we ignore what we hear. That's good. And we don't apply it. He give it to you before the test, just like a teacher does. You have a test, but he doesn't give you the test before he give you the note. <laughs> he, know, he knows what's coming ahead. So he tries to prepare us by giving us what we need Amen. before the test. Breathe again, part three. Yeah. Let's jump into this. Let's jump into Let's breathe again. Acts 16, 16 through 18. We're going to go ahead and read that now. We're going to jump right into it. As we were on our way to the place of prayer, we were mm. met by a slave girl who was possessed by a spirit of divination, claiming to foretell future events and to discover hidden knowledge. And she brought her owners much gain by her fortune telling. She kept following Paul and the rest of us, shouting loudly, these men are the servants of the most high God. They announce to you the way of salvation. And she did this for many days. Then Paul, being sorely annoyed and worn out, turned and said to the spirit within her, I charge you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very moment. We've heard this now for the third week. Acts 16, verse 16 through 18. And so I'm going to really walk through the scripture. I'm going to go in really deep to walk with me. All right. Verse 16, as we were on our way to the place of prayer, as we were on our way to prayer, the place mm. of the most prevailing weapon that a believer has, as we were on our way to a position of victory, prayer, to the place of victory, prayer, we were met. We were met by a spirit of divination. As we were on our way to a place, a position as an overcomer, we were met by a distraction. Mm. In this case, it was a slave girl. 
spirit of divination, a distraction. This spirit of Python goal is to distract you as you go to the place of your lifeline. As you go to the place of your lifeline, the enemy comes to meet you. Mm. To distract you from living. From living a God life. From living a Zoe kind of life. The enemy comes on purpose to your place to where you would even think he's coming. Prayer. Mm. A place that is the believer's lifeline, Pastor. Mm. I'm prayed up. The place of prayer, worship, and praise, and ultimately the presence of God. Amen. He distracts you from getting to the place of God's presence, where there's fullness of joy and pleasure forevermore. He's trying to get you a place to where you are angry, upset, dismayed, dismantled falling apart, overwhelmed. Mm. So if I can distract you from getting to your lifeline, which is prayer, praise, and worship, and intercessory, he said, I can distract you and get you to a place of depression, anger, despair, mm. dismantle. Mm. Having no need now to be led by Holy Spirit because you're in your own mindset. So when he gets you to this place, avoid you from getting to the place, of prayer, yeah. you now develop your own mindset that's without God's will and his ways. So that can be just even in your own home. That's not just, it's just a place of prayer. He can be, really because you got to go wherever yeah. you're going. Wherever, you got see, to go. There is, we, we whether it's going to the bedroom to pray or yes. whether it's going downstairs to pray, it's, he's still on the way. He's going to distract you. Because a believer is supposed to always, always pray. Always, So that's my life. That's what I do. So in my heart, just to, to meditate on prayer. Yeah, that, that's you pray. Okay. I'm just that's meditating on being in the presence of God. He will distract me. You. The distraction comes with, from within. It's not on the outside. Mm. It's from within. Mm. Mm. Okay. There is an unknown conflict going on inside of you, but you think it's on the outside of you. There's that wrestling right It's there. from within. Mm -hmm. So she was possessed with the spirit of divination, claiming to foretell future events and to discover hidden knowledge. And she brought her owners much gain by her fortune telling. So the enemy brings glory to the adversary when he distracts you. Get you off course. He brings his father glory. Just like when, when the son is being glorified, when we live a life that's pleasing to the Lord, the father is glorified. Mm -hmm. She kept following Paul. Kept following. It's something that's keep following you. It's something that is keep following you. It's a thought. There's a thought that keeps following you. You have a thought pattern that's really loud. This, this, this girl was screaming this out for days and days. She kept following Paul mm. and the rest of us shouting loudly. You got a circumstance that's shouting loudly in your ear. You have a person or a thing that's shouting loudly in your ear. And it's going on, it has been going on for some people for months and months. A thought. These men are the servants of the most high God, but your thoughts are saying something else. Whatever that something else that is saying. They're here to announce the way of salvation. So she was really being sarcastic. Mm. This is what they're claiming that they're doing. And she did this for many days. Then the word of God says, then Paul. He changed his mindset, then being solely annoyed and worn out, this spirit will wear you out. Because mm -hmm. it's shouting in your ear, day and night, the same thing is taunting you, it's antagonizing you. And until Paul got annoyed with it and totally worn out, 
Then he turned and he said to the spirit within her, he said, I charge you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very moment. To charge means this. I place an injunction mm -mm. required by the kingdom of God's law to cease from your antagonistic assault. So you let the enemy keep taunting you and taunting you and taunting you. And what these thoughts are, and you just keep feeling overwhelmed and overwhelmed. See, now you can't even pray mm -mm. because he's coming on all fronts attacking you. Because his first distraction was when you tried to go in prayer and you were distracted. His distraction got you off course. And it still has some of us off course. Mm. But I'm bringing you the word of God to get you back on course today and to identify this spirit of divination, this spirit of python. I love it. It says, I charge them. I charge the spirit. Mm. I place an injunction required by the kingdom of God's law to cease from your antagonistic assault. Yeah, because that's a legal term. You're doing this illegally. I am the property of the kingdom of God. Good God. And now what brings on now your authority is that I've go. been walking in righteousness. There you go. I can now turn to the enemy That's and it. say, That's it right I there. charge you in the name of Jesus Christ to be gone, to be rid out of my life, eradicated. Wow. See, but you can't charge the enemy if you haven't been walking upright. Don't be, don't be fooled. God is not marked. He know who's his and how we're living and, and how we're walking upright. I just love this passage because it, it brings so much light with what the enemy has been trying to do to the body of Christ. And the word of God says, we're not ignorant of his devices. The question is, if we're not ignorant of his devices, why are we so caught off God? Why does it seem like he's getting the upper hand? I tell you why, because our passion for our Lord is not there. There's no compelling desire for to be in his presence. Our affections is turned to our situation, our mm -hmm. circumstances. Mm -hmm. So we're more compelled to give in, to surrender to the things and people and our thoughts and not the word of God. The God of this age, he has placed a prevailing thought. And this is what's going on with some of us. There is a, a, the most significant thought that's ruling your life now. You have something that's high on your list. And whether you place, their, place it there or not, you, you've actually done that by accepting those thoughts there if they're not the word of God. And it's the most prevailing, so it's, the most, it's the strongest thought that you have. And the question is, what is that? Mm. And why is that directing my life? Why is that thought leading me? Why is that thought instructing me? Why is that thought my goddess? Why is that thought now my Lord that I serve? You can serve your thoughts. The enemy actually, he is a part of really making your life miserable through the temptation, through people, through situations, through circumstances, through our problems in our marriages, in our homes, with our children. He uses that to make you more miserable. So the word of God says, if we're not ignorant of his devices, why do we allow him to use this as a temptation? It shouldn't be a temptation to us. We shouldn't be enticed, Pastor, mm -hmm. by your behavior or lack of your behavior. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be moved now by the word of God mm -hmm. and not by you. You're actually supposed to have power now. Acts 16 mm -hmm. really wants to mm -hmm. reveal to us why prayer, praise, and worship Jesus. and being in the presence of God is our vital lifeline. I cannot express this anymore mm -hmm. than what I'm trying to do today. <laughs> is that Acts 16 reveals why prayer, praise, and worship and the presence of God is the believer's lifeline. You can't live without it. It has to be, it has to be a fervent prayer. It has to be worship him in spirit and truth. It has to be that I can't think that I'm taking my life cares with me at the throne of God. So the prince of the air wants to feast on your behavior. He feeds on your feelings. He or she made me feel this way. I'm feeling, it's all about feelings. 
This is the driving force of humanity. Mm. Feelings. Feelings take us to a, a lot of bad places. It take people through divorce, broken, really good, solid relationships. Our feelings, mm. the wrong feelings. They, they break up families. It divides the family. It divides the body of Christ, the family. Our feelings in it. We still have family members that we still feel some kind of way about. Mm. Yet people, as believers, as children of God, you feel some kind of way about. It's just something. And we need to quickly identify that. I said that yesterday. Mm. Give you a transparent moment of mind. I said, Lord, that spirit. See, mine is not with, mine is not a feeling, though. But I still have to be careful because when you have this, the gift of discernment, it's the, it's the spirit. That's right. And so I still can't account that to the person because it's the spirit. Amen. So I said, Lord, help me to deal with the presence of that spirit so it doesn't come off that I'm, I'm indifferent with the person. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? If you cannot be honest with yourself, who can you be honest with? I'm trying to tell you. I said in the very moment, so you, you have to, there's at the very moment on the onset of star of something that is not righteous, I have to check it. Mm -hmm. I check it so you don't have to check it. Amen. But I steal my interaction because I don't want to, I want to, everything about my life, I want to cause the person to grow and not to fall. Amen. Amen. And that's what we we should be striving to do. I need to be careful about the words that I say. You know, you know, is it going to tear someone down or is it going to cause them to grow? Or uh, will I break somebody's heart because of what I'm saying? Because I easily spoke a word and we are spirit. That's right. We're speaking spirit. So what is the spirit of Python? It's really a high-powered dark force, a high-powered dark force. You're not just dealing with any kind of demon. This is a principality. And his assignment is to keep you from operating in the power of God, have you to be ineffective, not be able to really live the word of God. You talk it, but when it comes to a test and challenge, you fail the test. He has no problem with those who are dropout in the kingdom of God. Matter of fact, those are the ones that he tried to recruit. This spirit is known to compromise. It compromised as to, see, when things are not either going right or you, it's just not comfortable, we, we compromise. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to quite do it all the way. You can't compromise the word of God. Python assignment is to gain legal interest in your mm -hmm. life. It, it's not going to be there illegal. Yes. You can clap any time. <laughs> it's going to be there legally because you have given it permission to enter into your life. And it enter in through disbelief, doubt, a false belief, mm -hmm. a false truth. This is, this is what's really behind the spirit. It brings a false truth. Not only a false truth in doctrine, but a false truth overall of your thoughts. And you think you're right in mm. your thoughts. Yep. I mean, you are convincing. You were taking the court. And you were have presenting evidence. You did. You this took it to your court. Hello, Pastor. Mm. I'm trying to tell you, you were take it, you were taking the court. Take it to your court. Because you know what? You are the judge in the jury. There you go. Okay? Uh, and that's why you're gonna win. Mm. <laughs> that's why it seems like you're right. Okay. A man think everything right in his own eye. Disobedience. He Enter in through disobedience. That's good. Through what? Disobedience, mm. Pastor. And one more he time. hinders your purpose and also your destiny. He mm -mm. hinders your purpose. He wants to get you away from genuine believers and get to a place where you're comfortable around people. I had this conversation mm. with a family member, and see, they still got. It's about feelings. Mm -hmm. You either love or you don't love. And I said, you're trying to be in control of your own life. And that's another spirit we can talk about. Mm. Jezebel. See, right. you're your spirit of control. Control. You mm. want to control everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
but everything is all wrong. I, I, want to, I want you to see your leadership is poor. Your leadership over your life is poor. I'm mm -hmm. telling you right now, but you think that you're all in control. <laughs> but when we're in leadership, we, we think we're great, right? Because yeah. you're leading. Mm -hmm. But we have people in position of leadership, and they shouldn't be there. Hmm. And in our case, we shouldn't be leading ourselves. Amen. Because our Lord is our master. He leads us. That's good. So I was telling her, I said, you've been going the wrong direction because you've been controlling your life. I said, and you've been running away from challenges. Right. A challenge, it builds you up. Amen. So you don't fall. Amen. But because you resist the challenge, you continually fall. I said, you have to be around people who are confrontational, who are hard to get along with, who are hard to love, who are indifferent. You have to be around those kind of people long enough yes. to build you. Good God. Oh, that is so, but we kick against the brick on that one. Yes, Pastor. We don't do it. We kick against the brick on that one. I said, but you want to be somewhere, and it's about church. I said, you want to be in a church setting where you're comfortable and you're not challenged to love. There you go. You will never be fit for the kingdom of God until you love. Amen. So you have to be in a place to where you're challenged, Jackie, to love. Come out of your comfort zone because it's not about you. You've been born again. again. I said, so when you really get to decide, I because you know what to do. You just haven't done it yet. There you go. Mm. It's not about what I think or anyone else thinks. It's about what God oh, has for you. I said, you know what he has for you. So if the word of God says, I've given you pastors after my own heart, mm. not you deciding who leads you. He said, I will give you someone who knows exactly how to deal with your temperament, mm. your up and down. No, and matter of fact, no other shepherd's going to deal with you. Mm -mm. Because you know what you want. You won't maybe get a meeting with him because you don't had too many meetings already. Mm, there you go. I'm telling you, some churches you go to, you can't even get to the shepherd. You sure can't. So and count it a blessing that you have an open door policy with the shepherd. I want to know how do people actually grow if they can't get to the shepherd. Mm. And I, I'm, I said, you have something in you that you know I can impart into you, but you're resisting the growth. Yep. But you want to grow. Mm -hmm. Sidebar, anyway. That's about disobedience, going the wrong direction. So when we actually do all these things, we give the enemy the ability to do this, to frustrate us. Your view is distorted. You can't see. Mm. The uh, anointing is veiled from you, so is revelation, so you can't discern. You have no, can't go in no deeper. You stay surface. Mm. This is what the Spirit does. You can't see truth, blessing, and provision. See, all of this is going out the window because you don't believe the promises of God anymore. And your quality connection and relationship, the enemy has went in and threw in actually a grenade and blew it up. Good gracious. You said the quality of your connection. Yeah, the, your, your quality of your connection of the relationship of that the you have. You have. That's he really is, good. see, he's want to destroy those. And his ultimate goal is get you isolated. Mm. Come on, T. With yourself. He wants to get you to yourself. <laughs> to your he wants to isolate you with your own self. And that's self-destruction. Man, y'all better get this. If thing. I could get you to yourself, self. you shut yourself out, the enemy now has a one-on-one -on -one with you with all his whispers and things he wants to say to you about your parents and, and all the ones that, that love you. He wants to whisper. He wants to whisper deceitful things and it becomes a truth to you. He's mm. about presenting a false truth. Mm. See, we could ask all the kids that one, and I know what they would say. How you feel towards that. your parents now. Mm. He gets you to be indifferent with your parents. So when they chastise you, mm. it's not love anymore. No matter now, it's love when they buy me stuff. Yeah. But it's not love when they show me correction. Mm -mm. Oh, go ahead. See, and if you don't stop it at a very early age, when they grow older, the heart has become so hardened. 
They didn't want to hear anything that the parents have to say, and they're going to go completely opposite direction of everything they ever imparted into them. And this is how believers do with corrections. You have to be corrected. God, the word of God says, I've come to make the cricket straight. Mm, go ahead. <laughs> he said he came to make it straight. That's right. And so if there's and something said, cricket in your life, God said, I'm going to make it straight. So when you come to the word of God, anything is cricket is not going the right way. I'm going to make it straight. That's what the word says. And it hurts sometimes. It does. It doesn't feel good. Mm -mm. But it is good for you. Amen. You know why? Because once you get it, you'll be able to help someone else. Amen, Pastor. I love it. The word of God is just so awesome because all the answers right in there. Right we there. actually read it and then apply it to our lives. Amen. Instruction, the Torah. There you go. And this is what the enemy want you, he wants to do. He wants to get away from you the passion that you had when you initially came to the ministry. The passion being all everybody. I'm like Pastor, when I'm talking to one, we're talking to all That's the right. passion when you first came and, and to the truth. That fire that was burning, mm -hmm. and how you wouldn't let the enemy get no foothold in your uh, life or another believer's life. I, I right. love what the intercessor was doing. They were really uh, creating a, 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 a fortress, a, a front, yeah. so the enemy couldn't get to the brethren. Mm -hmm. See, the enemy gets you distracted. He comes to the place of prayer. And I want to thank the intercessor for being diligent because this is warfare. And if it doesn't affect you, it's going to affect someone that's, that's close right. to you. So. I really appreciate y'all coming out and doing it. The spirit of Python operates outside the church and manifests in the new age, channeling, fortune telling, horoscope, things of the world. Inside the church, it manifests through prophetic people who refuse, listen closely, who refuse to submit to authority, and without knowing it, they begin to receive second heaven revelation. Okay. They Ooh. receive now from the prince of darkness. Oh, that's really happening, too. So he operates through the prophetic mm -hmm. people of God. Say that again. He operates through the prophetic people of God. Minstrels. When they are. Go ahead, Pastor. I'm just saying minstrels, That was an too. insert there. Minstrels, <laughs> psalmists, all the people that can touch the heart of the other people. Mm -hmm. So when you refuse to submit to authority, the word of God, he is the authority. Amen. So when you refuse to submit to the word of God, you start to receive information because you're still praying, right? Mm -hmm. You're still worshiping. So you start receiving information from the second heaven, the prince of the air, mm -hmm. and you don't realize it. The thing about it is that I'm going to talk about all these spirits, and you're going to see that, or principality, that's because they're, they're high-ranking forces, that's right. generals, and you're going to see that they operate through certain genders because women are more yielding to this other spirit. The men are more yielding to another type of principality. Mm. So not that the spirits have a gender, but the gender of humanity, some of them are more yielding to some of the other spirits. Okay? So they're all about these spirits and they've been given names because of the people that they were operating through. In the Old Testament. So they have these certain names, the spirit of Python, spirit of divination, Leviathan. So you have, where do these names come from? How do these spirits have these, these names? They were, they were really developed through an experience, an encounter through a person. So inside the church, we, we talked about that. So they started to receive that information from the second heaven. So when the spirit of Python has this prominent ground, we gave a whole long list of things, but I'm just going to highlight three. It keeps us from praying and worshiping. That is our lifeline, we said. It causes division in the body of Christ, in your marriages, and also in the family. If you're divided in your home, you're divided in your home. So if you're divided in your home, you're divided in your home. So if you're divided in your marriage, you're divided in your marriage. That's because so this good. is a marriage, our covenant That's right. is with God. So if there's any division, overall you have division. You're divided with the body of Christ. If you're the body of Christ and there's division in your home, there's division in our home. Amen. Because we are the body of Christ. Ooh. If you have division in your home 
Adam, we have division in our home, Pastor Nye, because we are the body right. of Christ. Right. We are in touch to the infirmary. say, oh, no, no, it's not. No, it is. When you're born again, I'm going to answer that spirit. When you are born again, when Lauren hurt, I hurt because we are the body of Christ. Amen. See, but it's not a reality to some of us. So it's like, oh, no, you're not that concerned about what's going on in my house. No, my flesh is not that concerned, That's right. but my spirit is because we are the body of Christ. And he that's joined to the spirit is one. Mm -hmm. It keeps us wrapped up in our problems and not fulfilling our purpose. Come on, say that. When this spirit has prominent ground, this is what it does. It means that this is the state to where it has you. It has you wrapped up in your problems and coiled around and it's your circumstance and it's your focus. That's your thought. It's your most prevailing thought. And you can't see or hear anything else besides that problem or that thought. So we talked about the what is the overall problem. We said it's really there's an unknown conflict in the believer whereby we are not wholly submitted to Christ. We have to get wholly submitted to Christ. It's hard to serve, impossible to serve to God. That's right. We have to pick one and serve and be faithful to that God. So uh, this actually empowers, in our disobedience, we actually empower the spirit in our lives, giving the prince of the air, which are our arch enemy, legal grounds to seize our life, to take possession of your life. You still think you're leading your life, and you just relinquish it over to your arch enemy, the adversary. You actually offer up your life over to him and your will and your way. Can you imagine no longer, Lord, having your own will? But we need to because God's supposed to have our will. But imagine you give your will over to your enemy. Now that is something else. That's destruction. Right. You give your will over to your arch enemy. Having no say so. Scary thought. The Python strategy is to move us, it's to actually move in. We talked about this at birth and to crush the soul and to go in to, to mangle the soul. But not only at birth, but it does this also on a consistent assault throughout our lives when we walk in disobedience. So it's actually able to afflict your soul, your feelings. I'm offended, I'm hurt, I'm angry. The word of God said, be angry, but sin Amen. not. Psalms 51, 5. Now, I, I really love this. I want you guys to really get this here. It says, behold, David says, behold, I was born in iniquity, and in sin had my mother conceived me. David says, all my parts were developed in the womb. The sinful principle diffused itself through the whole, so that body and mind grew up in a state of corruption and moral imperfection. So what is it saying here? It says that the soul, my emotion, my reasoning, and my morals, my right and wrong was twisted. What's right and what's wrong from its original intent was twisted. It became mangled and impaired by the adversary, this great war and conflict that happened at my birth. So these are the spirits I want to talk about. The Python always hang around this. We talked about prayer, but he hangs around worship. Just going a little deeper into worship and intercessory prayer and money and government. This is what the spirit hangs around. And worship, we know, is our ultimate purpose, correct? Mm -hmm. Genesis 13, 4 says, This was the same place where Abraham had built the altar, and there he worshiped the Lord again. This was the place, my heart, this was the place where I built the altar. And there, I worship the Lord again. Mm -hmm. This is where I continue to worship the Lord in my heart. This is where I built the altar. We forget that heart. this is the place Amen. that we worship, not in our minds. This, our minds is not where we worship. Or building. The heart and spirit are used as the same. This is the place that I built to worship my God. My ultimate purpose that I was created was to worship. This is where he hangs around your heart. The enemy hangs around with me, your heart. Anything to get the heart to be dismayed. Any 
incident, any, any. it could be some small, minute thing, nothing that's life-threatening, and we respond to everything like it's life-threatening. Give it all your energy in the response. The enemy comes here, B. It's with a thought. It's with deception in the heart. If I could get the seed in the heart, Perlina, if I could get the seed there, it's going to grow. Yeah. Because out of the abundance of the heart, That's right. we will speak. Mm. We will tear it up speaking. Mm. Be planting some seed, don't we? <laughs> Intercessory prayer. Isaiah 59, 16. Mm. And he saw that there, were, there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. No head. Python spirit hangs around intercessory prayer because that's the most powerful weapon, intercessory prayer. Because that means that an intercessor has to go into all types of dimension of prayer. That's right. Fervently, intensely, with all the energy and all the thought and with the whole heart, an intercessor prays. Amen. I, I, I felt that thing. Amen. I often say that prayer <laughs> is interdimensional. God. We think it's staying in this room. It doesn't yeah. stay in this room. It's interdimensional. It goes where God is because God is in all dimensions. That's right. There are at least 13 known ones, and he's in every one. So when you pray, it's not in just one dimension. See, y'all don't, we don't, don't even understand. Hmm? I'm saying, do we know who no, we, we are? No, we don't. We don't understand what prayer really does. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. It's sad because when you see, when you read that, he said, in he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Third one, money. He hangs around money. You ain't that preacher. <laughs> nope, he hangs around money. First uh, Timothy 6.10, uh, for the love of money, it reads this way, but I'm going to give you the correct wording. For the love of money is the root of all evil, but it's really for the love of money is a root of all That's evil. That's right, a root. So it hangs around your money. And it says that, which while some covered after, they have erred from the faith because they covered their money. money. I don't want to let it go. I'm not going to get any more. It's mine. Oh, no, it's God's. That's where your heart is. He said, because you covered this, he said, your faith is not even working. He said, you put yourself Crazy. through many sorrows your money. He said, you put yourself, yourself through many sorrows because of your money. It is a root of all evil, all types of evil. That's what I said, all types. So it hangs around, this spirit hangs around money. Why did, wonder why God should give 10% of it. Mm -hmm. Is that to release the curse? To release the, release the enemy from being hovering over your money. This is a food for thought, Pastor. He says, why did he say give me 10% of your money? Because the enemy hangs around, hovers over your money. And he said, because you covered that, you serve your money. He said, because you serve your money, it has brought you many sorrows. Let you not have it. So, so, so as I was telling them earlier, money is spiritual. Mm -hmm. That's why if you look on your court, your dollar bill, why is all the demonic, not, well, uh, mm -hmm. Illuminati or satanic symbols all on it? If it wasn't, it's all on it. The fourth thing that he hangs around is government, authority. He hangs around authority. First Corinthians 12, 28. And God have set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, mm -hmm. thirdly teachers, after that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, government, and diversity of tongues. This is what he hangs around. He hangs around the apostle through the people are disobedient, the people who do not submit to authority. He hangs around the apostle, the prophets, the teachers. He hangs around the five-fold ministry leaders through the people. Just letting you know his hangout. But the spirit that works with Python, or spirits that work with Python, are these three. Jezebel, Absalom, Leviathan. 
I want you just to know that they are principalities. These mm -hmm. are high-ranking spirits that work. That's one thing, you got one spirit of principality, but then you have three more spirits that is working with this principality. Um, do you see the forces against you? Jezebel, 1 King 21-25, it reads, no one else so completely sold himself to what was evil in the Lord's sight as Ahab did under the influence of his wife Jezebel. Mm -mm, no one. He said no one was so completely sold. They sold themselves into evil because of their wife. I would say women got quite the influence. <laughs> this spirit aim is at the spiritual leaders but it's more effective being utilized in women. Jezebel, it manifests in control and manipulation. Women are known to manipulate, to get our way. We look a certain way, we say a certain word, and it just sets the man off. Nathan, it can send him off in a real good direction or the worst direction ever. Nations have crumbled because, because of, of a woman. woman. Nations. Nations can bring a king down mm. to his knees and break him. Or you could build a king. There you go. Or you could give birth to a king. There you go. But in this case, this is not what Jezebel's spirit wants to do. Mm -mm. She begins with a mindset. This spirit begins with a mindset, a stronghold, a thought. And this thought aim is to manipulate and to control. This spirit sees that something's wrong with everybody else but them. Something's wrong with everybody else but me. It plays the victim. This spirit known has ta it takes the strength that God has given this person to harm other people, even at the expense of a person's life. Jezebel actually married Ahab to become queen, not for any other reason. She wanted authority. Second Samuel 13, 22, spirit of Absalom. And Absalom spoke to Anon, neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated his brother because he had humbled his sister Tamar. He had raped his sister. This spirit is about revenge. This spirit root is bitterness, yeah. hatred, a wrong done or injustice, and wants revenge. But the root of this spirit is pride, mm. rebellion. Bitterness hides, it, it basically holds hidden hate and hidden revenge. It's hidden. Not only just hate, got revenge, but it's hidden. It's hidden from you. It's hidden from yourself. You hate somebody, but you say you don't hate them. It's hidden. You want revenge, but you say you don't. It's hidden from you. This mm. believer is well camouflaged. It's well camouflaged. It normally has some selfish ambitions as well. It's self-sufficient. I'm good. I do it mm. on my own. Oh, boy. You believe you know what's best. This mm. is why this spirit can work in either gender, either, male or female, gender, female yeah. whichever one is yielding. Mm -hmm. You know it all. This spirit wants leadership as well because it thinks it, it can do a better job. Absalom was really one of the sons of David. See, he comes through a prophetic you know, lifeline. Mm -hmm. He comes, these spirits, they don't just mess with anybody. They, they come for the prophetic. They come for the ones who has a divine purpose in God's kingdom, hoping that you yield yourself to him. Isaiah 27, 1. In that day, the Lord will take his terrible swift sword and punish Leviathan. The swiftly moving serpent, the coiling, withering serpent, he will kill the dragon of the sea. This is really Satan. And when you say, see the word sea, it's the people. In the end, God said he will come and destroy Leviathan mm -hmm. and the sea of his people. Spirit. This is why we have to do a word study. You have to go in deeper. Leviathan means this. You're not and remain. This spirit bites and it latches on. Its initial is not to call you. Its initial attack is to bite and to latch on, to unite with you and remain. Good God. 
Its like, goal is to stay. Like a leech. Yes, Pastor. Mm -hmm. it, it twists communication mm -hmm. that destroys relationships. This is what the spirit does. It's described as the sea serpent or sea monster. Mm -hmm. Its core goal is to disrupt your communication. My God, it's for... Miss signal. Its assignment is to break up covenant, especially marriages and families. Oh, the okay. family of Christ. It can interrupt and cut off communication. This spirit can interrupt. Things going good. What happened? I don't know. Then you kind of just continue to go along with, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Instead of doing the reconnect, why can't I reconnect and get my connection? Oh, oh. But this is our life. This is our life in the blood of the relationship, our covenant with each other. Get this. Its chief job is to block your deliverance. <laughs> your deliverance. Leviathan. I keep going through the same thing. I keep finding myself at the same point in my life. Because this spirit, its ultimate objective, Cindy, is so that you never be free from whatever had you bound. Oh, my goodness. This is why it doesn't just crawl around you, Steve. It bites you, then latch onto you till you're not with you to remain. You're walking around with it. You're walking around with it, Dean. This, this, this spirit, see, 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 prayer, regular prayer can't prayer. get this spirit off That's because like this spirit has biting you and then has lashed around you mm. with the purpose to remain. To you not, it says to you not with you. This spirit desires to be one with you. And for you not to be delivered. This spirit is for now for us to live together forever. This is your new so it, covenant with it, Leviathan. It tries to turn that purpose that God has for you mm -hmm. and make it its own, but lead you in another direction. That's right. Have God said. Yeah, because okay. it's going to always right. be there with you. I got it. Yeah. See, can y'all hear this? Man, if you really hear this, you're going to be set free. Because he's giving you the antidote right now. Amen. That's if you want to be. This is the mm. worst of all three. And the reason why Good. is because God. his job is to block your deliverance. Your freedom. To block it. Your freedom. To intercept your deliverance. Which God already died for. Yes, right. Mm. Oh, this warfare. So how do we open ourselves up to the spirit? Oh, here we go. When we begin to operate in our own heart, your own way of understanding. As a man thinketh in his heart, so, so is, is he. he. Lean not to your own understanding. Mm. He said, then I'll guide and lead your Trust path. Trust and believe and rely on. Yes, mm. adhere to mm. the word of God. So we, we begin to operate in our own hearts. And so we begin to prophesy and pray and also preach apart from the Holy Spirit. Then you open yourself up to false spirits. That's how it happens. You can't begin to pray out of your own heart. You can't worship out of your own heart. It has to be the heart of God. This is how you open yourself up for false spirits. And you think you're worshiping God in the spirit and truth. And you're praying and interceding. So what does the spirit really want? Well, your purpose. <laughs> we just don't get it. Our purpose is so orchestrated by God. Mm -hmm. That the enemy would do all this yes. to every one of That's us. That's a lot of words. I'm just saying. I'm exhausted from reading it. Y'all don't know who y'all are. Y'all got to know who you are. So what does the spirit really want with us? It really wants to present you a false reality of your life with your, with your friends, with your spouse, with your family. Good it God. wants to give you a false reality of your life, Dina. It wants to give you a false reality that you're not free. You're not delivered. It wants to give you a false reality that you're not above. You are beneath. It wants to give you a false reality that you're not healed. You are sick. It wants to give mm. you a false reality that you're not the victor. You, you are the one who will not conquer. It wants to give you a false reality of what God has already promised you. It wants to give you a false reality that the word of God is not true. Your belief. He is the huh. spirit of false truth. Good. Its ultimate goal is to squeeze the breath, the spirit of God, mm. 
out of the believer and to put you in a, a perspective of you being in bondage again. Serving your circumstances again. Serving your feelings again. Mm. It wants to put you there. What risk is calling spirit out of our life? Like I said, not any kind of prayer. Ultimately, a spirit-filled life. There you go. A spirit-filled life. Walking in the truth of God's word. The proof of it. I, I, I love, this is why you have to remind yourself that you believe. Come on. <laughs> I believe because the blood of God mm -hmm. has brought about this belief. Amen. I believe. See, we have to remind ourselves who we are. By implementing the word of God in your life. This is why you have to read the word, study the word, live the word, repeat the word. When we see each other, say the word and do the word. It has to be done. It has to be said. It has to be spoken. So when the enemy wants to get you to stop speaking the word, if I can squeeze out of you the spirit of God, which is your lifeline, you now have no reason to praise, to worship, to pray to God anymore. That's why when we get together, we're always talking about the word. Amen. Okay. Mm. It's our lifeline. We need. This we need to be in the presence of God. Stay in the glory. <laughs> I keep telling y'all. You come out, it's, it's going to be bad. Mm, okay. Stay in there. Ephesians 6, 10, 18 says this. I'm just leaving you with a few anecdotes here. How to rid yourself of the spirit of Python, the spirit of divination. Mm. Verse 18. Praying always. With all prayer and mm. supplication in the spirit. Okay. Being watchful to this end with all preservation and supplication for all the saints. This is the antidote. Ephesians 6 verse 18. Mm. Praying always Wait. with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. <laughs> Not in English. Not in in English. the spirit. Being watchful. Look out. For the enemy distraction and his stumbling blocks. He's to be watchful to this end with all preservation and supplication for all the saints. All the saints. Not just a few. All the saints. Not just the charismatic. All everybody. Because this type of prayer, it damns the kingdom of darkness. Praying in the spirit. Hey, glory to Praying in the spirit. This damages the kingdom of darkness. The enemy knows that your authority in prayer in Christ's name actually destroys yoke. And it not only set you free, but the people around you free. Mm. This spirit, it reigns in the life of religion. We need the revelation of the Holy Spirit. We have to guard ourselves of the re-entry of the spirit. Once we are rid of it, we have to guard your heart of the re-entry. Greg. This is something I told someone before. If my husband would one day leave the Lord, he would have to leave by himself. My children walk away from God. So be it. I will continue to serve the Lord all the days of my life. Amen. This is what happens that we can never be influenced by the adversary. This is why Jesus said, mm -hmm. and he turned to Peter because Peter was telling him not to go to the cross. Yep. That was his family, his mm -hmm. disciples. Lord, Lord, don't go to the cross. No, I forbid you to go to the cross. And the word of God says he turned to Satan. That's right. Now he turned to Peter. He turned to Satan and he said, get, get thee Peter. behind me. Not, the, not Peter. Get mm -hmm. thee behind me. At no time when we're around a believer should we ever accept, because we have to discern, is this like Job said to his wife, he said, woman, he was like, I you didn't even know her, what she was saying. You, you crazy, you out your Thank head. God and die. You telling me to curse God and die? At that time, it probably sounded good because he felt like he was dying anyway. He didn't do that for himself to where he, he refused to reject God. He did it for us. Right. Amen. And it's showing us how to endure, how to go through, and you've been tested on every side. And... Who could withstand what Job went through? Your whole family being destroyed. Everything that you own, all of your money, all of your love, your money is gone. What he thought was his source. All, no, but, all of everything that 
was precious to Job. People read that all the time, but they never identify that as them. Right. Mm -hmm. That was Job. No, that's you. This is why you can open it up and read. That's right. And see the how to respond. Mm -hmm. This is why it's a living word. Amen. And when I read that, mm -hmm. I can see me. Amen. Yes, Pastor. I can see that was yes. my circumstance or how did he handle it. What he did not do is turn from God. That's right. No matter what. It's heights and shadows in the old. Now he's come to fulfill it in the Brit Hadashah, in the New Testament. I come to fulfill it now wow. in the lives of you. Same word. When you do your devotional prayer and you, you're not really putting your whole self in your prayer, mm. this does not loose the grip of the spirit of Python. You may feel somewhat a relief, but it's just a momentary relief. But this is why you have to pray in the spirit. This calls a total dismantling of that spirit all for you. Perseverance, all, continue. Ephesians 4.22. I want you to really turn there with me. 4.22 through 27. You I'm in the complete Bible. Jewish Bible, but you can turn to whatever version you want one. to. Because this is the whole conclusion of the matter of the spirit of Python and our topic here to help us to breathe again, to walk in the, in the spirit of the Lord and the fullness of the power of the might that God has given us. And it reads, mm -hmm. verse 22, then so far as your former way of life is concerned, you must strip off your old nature because your old nature is thoroughly rotten by its deceptive desires. And you must let your spirits and minds oh. keep being renewed. Jesus, keep. And clothe yourself with this new nature created to be godly, mm. which expresses itself in the righteousness and holiness that flows oh. from the truth. Therefore, stripping off falsehood, let everyone speak truth with his neighbor. Oh. Because we are intimately related to each other as part of a body. Mm. Be angry, but don't sin. Mm. Don't let the sun go down before you have dealt with the cause of your anger. Mm. Otherwise, you leave room for the adversary. While you sleep. I'll read it again. Mm. Then, so far as your former way of life is concerned, your old nature. He said, strip it off. Let it go. Because your old nature is thoroughly rotten by its deceptive desire. You have deception in your desires in the old nature. Mm. And you must let your spirits and minds keep being renewed. Mm. Because if not, you're going to default to the old man. You're going to be angry and you're going to sin and you're going to walk away from God. He said you must let your spirit and mind keep being renewed and clothe yourself in the new nature created. Your new nature was created to be godly. Mm. Could to be right. kind, to be loving, to be long suffering. Your new nature was created to see beyond people's, their way of being, their behavior, their conduct, their personality. You were created to look past that because you have a godly nature now. He said, which expresses itself in the righteousness and holiness that flows from truth. Therefore, stripping off falsehood, let everyone... Let us all speak truth with our neighbor because we are intimately see, related to each other. Good God. He said, you're intimately, Ooh, you're intimately. more related than your blood. Good Siblings and mom, he said, you're more related intimately spirit because you are a spirit and not your body. He said, when you do this, he said, don't let the sun go down before you have dealt with the cause of your anger. Mm. What have you so riled up? He said, don't go to sleep. Don't give it room. Don't give your anger any room for the enemy to have a foothold or entrance into your relationship with your brother. Amen. That's I your do. husband. That's your children. That's your, your, uh, the family ministry. He said, he said, be angry, but sin not. But when you get angry, immediately deal with the cause, the root cause Amen. of your anger. And I'm sure that's not walking in love. That's what it is. There you go. That's the conclusion of the whole matter on Breathe Again. Amen. So I really pray that, that you really understood how this spirit works along with the other 
principality and, and how it has been crawling around your life and showing you your circumstance, which is not your real life. It's not the truth. It's not the reality. It's not the born-again Christian way of living. So I pray that you implement what you heard and you walk in and demonstrate the love and power that God has, he has imparted into us. Amen? Amen.